Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Becoming Daily Show. This is William Coles. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have another special guest with us today, uh, a good friend of mine that I met once in New York City, but we've been friends for the past three years, staying in contact through social media, and I'm really happy to introduce her today. Her name is Lisa. Lisa, how are you today? I am great today. You're it's in New York. Funny and <laughs> no, today I'm in Rhode Island. Oh, okay. You're in Rhode Island yes. on the East Coast. Okay. It is. I'm visiting is a friend this week. It, like ten o'clock. It is ten o'clock. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining us today. Um, like I said, guys, um, me and Lisa, we met. I think we met at uh, an event in New York. Um, it was at Amazon sure. Web Services in Soho. Yes, there it is. Yes, it was like a can, was it a pitch pitch night for a startup? I don't think it was an event. I think I was in the kitchen. If there's food, that's where you'll oh, find me. Oh, <laughs> and you were right. right behind that's, me. Yes, that's right. And Yangbo was there too, right? <laughs> yes, I can picture it right now, like it was last week, and I yeah. have a pretty bad memory. That's, yeah, that's right. I remember that interaction. We just, I don't know what we we're talking about, but I know we just connected and we were like, oh, you're a connector. I'm a connector. We should just connect, right. you know. <laughs> and here we are. Proof that works. And here we are. Three years later. Um, so I'm so thank you so much for taking out the time today to uh, just be on the call and share some of your knowledge with our listeners around the world. Um, can you kind of give us um, a little bio about yourself and what you do, and uh, things that you're, like, passionate about. So right now I am starting a new journey. I am working on a business to help executives build their portfolio of skills at any stage of their life. So there are certain skills, and I'm sure that you know this, that you can always improve on. So networking, articulating your ideas effectively, cultivating an intellectual mm -hmm. curiosity. These are a lot of things mm -hmm. that people, when they have a job, they neglect. Mm -hmm. But they're really skills that would help them in their job as well as help them progress through their career. So right now technology is changing so quickly and the levels are unprecedented. And we're seeing this change where job security doesn't exist anymore. So it's become becoming more and more important to have these skills and to really work on them continuously. Right. Right. I think that's uh, like 100% needed right now. So I'm really happy yeah. you're doing that because you're the right person for the job. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and like I said before, we're here to help you as well. Like I'm excited to I'm excited to help you down that road and also just be alongside you as you continue to um, go down that road of helping people become better versions of themselves, essentially. So we're going down that same direction. So I'm happy to have you on the call because you know, you know, what that's about and, and the movement that we're trying to do here. So um, I think it's a perfect match. I think so, too, actually. <laughs> so it's actually it's perfect timing, too, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so, Lisa, can um, 
can you help us uh, better understand? So, guys, Lisa is – we're really lucky to have her because she's really a very accomplished woman, um, graduated from college, and she's also a phenomenal journalism – a journalist and writer. Um, she was, you know, also published in Forbes, what is it, USA News, and like Huffington World Post, Report. right? Yes. World yes. Report. Um and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people um, listening that want to get to that level of writing or even be able to pu- be published in those things. Can you kind of give us an idea of things that you did early on in your career to even get to that level? Um, what happened? How did you even, you know, how did that come about? How did you be able to get to so- that level where you're being published? This was not really a plan. In high school, I used to be the planner. I had the five and ten year plan thing going. And I tried to keep that up during college. And then you get to the real world and everything goes out the window, right? (laughs) You know, what you study is often not the job that you have, even though I did study economics as an undergrad at Wellesley. And my first job was a financial analyst for Tommy Hilfiger, but somehow I found myself going down this route without planning. I applied for grad school at Dartmouth College with the plans on studying philosophy, which was also my plan in college to study philosophy and maybe one day I will get that degree in philosophy. But Somehow at the last minute, I decided that I was going to study creative writing. So I studied creative writing at Dartmouth, and then I graduated in 2006. I took some time off and went back to Dartmouth actually to work because I loved it so much. Anyone who knows me knows that I bleed green. And I started working at the Top School of Business um, in 2012. And that's where I really started writing in business. I wrote an article about using LinkedIn, I think, as my first article for U.S. News and World Report. And that kind of started the ball rolling. I had a co-author when I started. His name is Alejandro Crawford. He is the managing director of Acceleration Group, which helps entrepreneurs become the people that they need to be in that innovation space, and we still collaborate a lot. We've done a lot, actually, together. But my journey as a business writer took off on a more solo route. And so uh, five years later, so I started in 2012, and five years later, later, I've been published over 100 times in Forbes, U.S. News and World Report, as well as the Huffington Post on tables. So technology, academia, business, leadership, entrepreneurship, and strategy. And my portfolio includes profiling high-level executives, government officials, successful entrepreneurs, established professors, distinguished creatives, and award-winning authors. And so I say, you know, you want to do that too. The first thing I would say is go to everything. That's really easy for me to say because I live in Manhattan, right? There are endless things that are happening in Manhattan. And... I tagged you in a Facebook post today, and I said, you know, if I don't have money and I don't have power, I want access. Access is really what you want. 
So in Manhattan, there are endless things that you can go to without any credentials. So at this point in my life, I'm fortunate to say I'm a writer. Can I come in as press? And they'll let me in. Or they'll even invite me in proactively. But if you're Mm -hmm. just starting out, really just go to everything and meet people. And, again, people say, well, that's easy for you. You're an extrovert. And I'm really not. So you Mm -hmm. met me, Will, three years ago. Did you think I was an extrovert? See, I'm not. I used to. In fact, you say you don't like hugs, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so surprised you remember that, but I guess that's kind of something that's memorable. Yes, I'm Asian, so I don't like people touching me. My parents have probably hugged me. A dozen times total between the two of them. Right. So, yes. I am actually naturally an introvert, but I discovered the hard way because, in fact, up until probably up until around grad school, I did not network. I was staunchly against it um, because I just didn't like the idea of talking to people for an ulterior motive. And so I changed my mindset, and it was more of a, I'm going to talk to people out of curiosity. I'm going to find out what they're about. And people actually take that a lot better. They receive that way, way better, because it's obvious I'm not talking to you for any reason other than just to have a pleasant conversation right now, right? And if you keep that mindset, it's much easier to network and to grow your community, And it's important to think of it as a community. Think of it as something that you want to add value to. So that's one of the things I always tell people. Always add value. Because if you add value first, when you need help, people will be much more open to helping you. So that's why you can't say, I have a job now. I have job security. I'll network when I need to. Because when you need to, it's too late. That's right. I think you know that better than I do. And I think you are actually a natural extrovert. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's powerful. Um, I think what Lisa just said was actually extremely powerful. We haven't actually heard on the show yet. So, like I said, she's extremely um, a wealth of knowledge and wisdom. And I just want to dissect a couple of things she said. She said... You know, even though she went to school, she 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 got her first um, article. She co-hosted, uh, co-wrote with another person. Now, with that co-host, with that co-host, was he more? Did he have more articles out already? And you just say, "Hey, I would love to write something with you," or how did that come about? So I started writing with Alejandro Crawford, and he is a tech school alumnus. And actually, we went to the same high school. We just didn't know it. Um, so there's actually a funny story I'll tell you another time. But we connected, I think, I think actually because of the high school. We were kind of a strange bunch at Hunter High School. But we connect really well with each other. And so he had his business already, helping entrepreneurs build their businesses. And... I think he was also starting out writing. So we started out that journey together. And the funny thing is we are polar opposites, which is kind of why we work. So our articles are usually a 1,000 words. 
and we'll discuss the topic, he'll write about 6,000 words, whereas I will write about 600 words. So <laughs> he would send me his drafts, and I would cut it down to about 1,000, and we'd go back and forth. He's very detail-oriented, and I'm more big picture. So there's that balance there, and we just kept each other in check, and it worked really well. It's really great when you can find a teammate that is different from you. I don't think that people really appreciate differences as much as they should. There are some great things that can come out of uh, differences between people. That's how you grow. So a lot of entrepreneurs believe, you know, you should be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So find someone who yeah. challenges you on your team and find someone who fills in your weaknesses. Everyone has weaknesses. You have to be able to recognize it and work with it so that you're stronger right. together as a team. That's powerful. Um, that's powerful, Lisa. I think that's, <laughs> that's gold right there. I think um, <laughs> people can really take that and start to move on and act on that today is not not to be afraid of opposites and differences, but celebrate it, embrace it, because beautiful things can come out of that and help you because you need that balance. Because, you know, I'm big picture. My wife, she's she's mm -hmm. uh, detailed. So I'm always like, in the future, you know, I'm like, this is what yeah. we could, we we're going to do. And she's like, well, you need to do this. We need to manage the finances better. We need to do this. And I'm like, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So yes. you need that in your life if you're going to become that person you want to become. And right. I like what you said about access. Oh, my goodness. I think that's so critical right now in your life. It's particularly, I mean, it's easy for us because we're from New York. There's a lot of things going on. But right where you are, there are a lot of things you have access to. You just haven't looked. Start looking for where you can have access to. If you want to be a writer, you want to be an artist. Look where you can get in because access is really the key because you can start building those relationships and you can start right. connecting. You might not have the money. You might not have the, like you said, um, the credentials, but you find a way to get in. There's a lot of free things you can get in. Like you can go to meetup.com and, and do a lot of those events. You can go to Eventbrite. They have a lot of free events going on in your neighborhood, in your city. Maybe you have to drive you can go to one of Yes. You yeah. can go to Amazon Web Services in Soho right. <laughs> and meet too. people like meet us. Amazing people. Right, exactly. Um, so I think that's huge, huge, huge. Um, I will tell you a story. Yeah. A very recent story. So earlier this month, I attended the Survive and Thrive Entrepreneur Boot Camp that was founded by Marva Allen, Sachin Narod. Okay. Kian Wong and David Schreiber. And the reason I found out about that was because, again, I was standing by the food um, right before a comedy show. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you, stand by the food. You'll meet good people there. So their legal counsel, Jennifer Jack, she started talking to me. And, you know, I asked her, what, what is this boot camp about? And that's when she introduced me to those four founders that I just mentioned and it was incredible so i think you know that i put together a large conference at columbia university on how to build a strong startup 
One of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs will tell you is that it's a really lonely existence being an entrepreneur because no one understands why you're working 18 hours a day and no one understands all the difficulties that go with starting a business. It is amazing because I have started a business before and there's so many little details, right, that you really – I don't know about you, but I don't like dealing with all the little details. I just want to work. I just want to – Go forth and create something. I don't want to have to deal with my letterhead or my business card or my email address, right, and getting a domain. Um, So I went to this conference in Kent, Connecticut at Club Getaway, and it was amazing for me because I met all these great people. So I met Grace Lee at... Wish points. I met Jameson Bennett, who works at Sirius XM, but he um, is also starting his own company called Celebrity. And, you know, I met, well, I, I met them, but they were the keynote speakers. Uh, Jesse Itzler, have you ever heard of him? Um, he no. has this crazy story. I, he is my new favorite person. Um, look up his book. I think it was my month with a seal. So he invites this seal to come live with him for a month and train him so that he becomes someone who runs two miles to someone who runs a hundred miles. And he just has this incredible personality. And Susie Carter, if you can get her on your show, she is incredibly motivating. She lost everything and rebuilt it. So she has a multi-million dollar business. Um, She also helps entrepreneurs. But aside from the keynotes, what I found very valuable about this boot camp was that I met other entrepreneurs, and you have that like-mindedness. So on the one hand, I will always tell people, diversify who you're talking to. If you want a job in banking, don't just talk to bankers. Talk to everyone. On the other hand... Sometimes it's nice just to be in a community of people who know what you're going through, who know it's not easy trying to juggle 200 things all at one time. I really, really do not want to deal with domain names. I really, really don't want to deal with business cards. Like to me, you know, there are a thousand shades of green. It's not that big of a deal to me. I can look up Pantone numbers and be really picky about it, but that's just not me. I want to do the work. And so you're talking to these people and you just feel this sense of camaraderie. And that's what I found that was just so valuable. And it'll be valuable every day in your life to have the supportive network because it's hard out there. You know, you're struggling and you're fighting every day. And in the change of a minute, Something can happen that blows you away. Something you never expected will just surprise you. Last year, did you think Donald Trump would be president? So you have to expect the unexpected, and you have to be prepared. That's powerful, Lisa. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's um, very key. I think you're right about not only diversifying your relationships, 
but also hanging around people that are like-minded and that know what you're going through because it gives you that sense of, one, wonder, but also that sense of comfort and you're able to bounce back because you don't want to be lopsided in your relationships. You want to have all types of relationships. And um, there's a book by Judy Romanek called The Power Connector, and she she really goes over um, the type of relationships you want to have in your life if you really want to thrive. And um, mm-hmm. I'll I'll um, I'll have that link in the description for you guys so you can check that out. But it's a great book if you want to learn how to manage relationships and but also build relationships. Um, so yeah. So Lisa, I hope they'll also be on the lookout. Uh-huh. I hope to also be on the lookout for my book. So my book, the working title yeah. right now is Vats Clementis Nunc, A Career Toolkit for an Ever-Evolving Landscape. So be on the lookout in about a year, I guess. Well, we'll we'll be here. We'll help you uh, share that, and we'll get you back on the show, um, of course, before great. then. But when the book, book is about to launch, definitely – uh, we'll have like a million people listening. So, but <laughs> that's the goal, right? And um, so that's the goal. And I will help you with it. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, before we wrap up the show, uh, would you like to share any lasting thoughts to impress upon the the listeners about becoming your best self? Um, you have any last last uh, words for them today? I think it's really important to. Be flexible when you're becoming your best self. I never saw myself where I am right now. And I'm very proud of the things that I've done because I know the struggles that have gone into it. I know what I had to do to get here. And I have a lot more work to do. So, you know, I try to stay humble. I think I'm humble if only because I'm always looking towards the next thing. I'm always working towards the future. So, I don't even look at what I've done. I'm just looking at what I'm going to do. But for other people, I think three traits that are really, really important, and they are not limited to these three. But three that I would focus on is one, resiliency, because things are going to happen that you don't expect. Two, flexibility, because even if you have all the resources in the world, you might change your mind. You might decide you don't want to be a financial analyst. You don't want to be a logistics manager. You want to be a book author. And three, keep a supportive network that is smart and that you can really trust. Wow, that's powerful. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that will add value to everybody that's listening today. Um, And also, how can people get in contact with you, Lisa, as you continue to build out your new business of helping people with their careers and learning new skills and um, all other things about publishing and writing. How can people get in contact with you? They can look me up on LinkedIn. It's Lisa Chow, C-H-A-U. And the company is Alpha Ver, V-E-R-T. And the book, again, is Vox Clementis Nunc. And I am trying to build up the hashtag for that, which would be VC Nunc, N-U-N-C. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today and taking the time to share your story, but also your wisdom and nuggets today that really appreciate it. We love 
to have you again. Um, and thank you for all the listeners that came on today and taking your time to, you know, listen to us and, and, and let us, allowing us to inspire you to become your best self. So thank for, you. Um, so yeah, for sure. Um, until next and time. Uh, yep. Definitely let me know when you're in New York with your wife and your child, because I want to meet all of you all together. Oh yeah, for sure. We're coming soon. We're working on that. <laughs> Uh, So thank you so much. You guys have a great night. We'll talk to you soon again. Bye.